God has given us as Christians everything we need in Christ to be whole and healthy. And as Christians, as believers, as Christ followers, we have the privilege to give these gifts back to Him. In the first episode of Material for Sacrifice, we looked about how we can give our lives. Last week, we looked about how we can give God our emotions and that our emotions aren't bad when we are using them as indicators and guardrails in our lives, not as leaders, but as followers. And as we looked to the life of Jesus Christ, how he even processed his emotions, that we can give them back to the Father. And he gives us those peaceful times, those restful times, those joyful times in exchange for toxic emotions. And this week, I wanna talk about on the Words and Season podcast, episode three of Material Sacrifice, where we're talking about how we can give God our rights. So thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can find more episodes on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But most importantly, remember that every time that you open the Bible, the Word of God, that Jesus always has a word in season for you. So this week, I want to read starting out in Romans 12 and verse 1, how we're talking about God has given us material for sacrifice. And in that first episode, we looked about how worship always involved a sacrifice in the Old Testament. And now God, through the Holy Spirit, He is enabling us to give ourselves as a living sacrifice. In Romans 12 and verse 1, it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, not in the view of God's wrath or God's judgment, in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice and holy and pleasing unto God. And this is your true and proper worship. So we're no longer having to go into the temple and offer the morning, the afternoon, and the evening sacrifices. They were always offering some sort of sacrifice, a sin offering, a peace offering, a burn offering, and it had to be specific things so that it would be acceptable to God. But now because of the blood of Jesus, we have been accepted. And now we are offering our lives as that living sacrifice. So what do we have to give him? We have to give him our lives, the things that are most precious to us, our families, our jobs, our finances, all the things that are most precious to us. We also give him our emotions, which are a part of us, a part of our soul. And then another part that we can give to him as material for sacrifice is our rights. I remember when I was younger, much younger, thinking um, I had a plan for my life. Okay, I was gonna go to college. I was gonna get this degree. I was gonna work at this place and I was gonna do whatever I wanted. And I thought true freedom was exactly that. I thought true freedom was defined by doing whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and no one else was gonna tell me what to do. And I thought that that made me free. I thought that that was my right to do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, however I wanted. But I did not realize how much of a slave I, have, I had allowed myself to be to the world system watching movies, listening to music, listening to friends that weren't godly friends, and allowing them to be an influence in my life, which actually brought me into bondage, which 
is against what God had really created me to be. And that's why I was such a miserable Christian. I had grown up in church, been filled with the Spirit since a super young age and knew a lot here, but I hadn't had the experience of laying down my rights, the joy of laying down my rights to be a servant, to be a slave, even as God has called us his friend, but I have the opportunity to say, God, not my right, not my will, but your rights. I pick up what you would have me to do, and I give you my rights on behalf of others. 1 Corinthians 9. And starting in verse 1. 1 Corinthians 9, and starting in verse 1 says, Am I not free? Am I not apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not even the result of my work in the Lord? Even though I may not be an apostle to others, surely I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. And this is my defense to those who sit in judgment of me. Don't we have the right to food and drink? And don't we have the right to take a believing wife along with us as do the other apostles and the Lord's brothers and Cephas? Or is it only I and Barnabas who lack the right to not work for a living? Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat its grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink the milk? Do I say this merely on human authority? Doesn't the law say the same thing? For it is written in the law of Moses, do not muzzle the ox while it's treading out the grain. Is it about the oxen that God is concerned? Surely he has said this, doesn't he say it for us? Yes, this was written for us. For whoever plows and threshes should be able to do so in hope of sharing in the harvest. If we have sown spiritually among you, it is, is it too much if we reap a material harvest from you? If others have this right to support from you, shouldn't we have it all the more? So this story is a story of him talking to the Corinthians. Paul and Barnabas had gone and they had influenced and they had mentored and pastored and gotten these people born again and filled with the Spirit and had invested in them from day one. And he was saying, don't we have a right to receive from you material goods? And of course, the answer he's saying is yes. When the ox is treading out the grain, when the ox in the olden days was treading out the grain on the farms, were they muzzling the ox so that he couldn't eat? No, he was able to share in the harvest. He was saying, I have a right for material goods from you, but I'm going to give up that right. And it goes on here, it says, but we did not use this right. On the contrary, we put up with anything rather than hinder the gospel of Christ. Don't you know that those who serve in the temple get their food from the temple? And that those who serve at the altar share what is offered on the altar? In the same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. But I have not used any of these rights. I am not writing this in hope that you will do such things for me. For I would rather die than allow anyone to deprive me from this boast. For when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast since I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. If I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If not voluntarily, I simply discharge the trust committed to me. What then is my reward? Just this, that in preaching the gospel, I may offer it free of charge, and that so 
not make use of my full rights as a preacher of the gospel. So what was he saying? He's saying that he is giving up his rights as a preacher of the gospel so that they couldn't tell him what to do or what to preach. In that culture, it was a culture where they would be have a patron and that person would offer you money, room and board and different things so that they could support the message of, of the person that was preaching or maybe it was a poet or a famous artist, they would have a patron. But here, Paul is saying, you didn't pay me, so I give up my right to what you would give me as a minister of the gospel so that I may preach the gospel fully. And then he further, he goes on to the Jews. I became like a Jew to win the Jews to those without the law became like those without the law so that he could win some. That is the, the thing that we have to give as we give our rights back to God. It's not our rights like when I was younger and I thought, my right is I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, and no one's going to tell me what to do. We give up that right whenever we become a living sacrifice. And Paul here is saying, I give up my right to what truly belongs to me as a minister of the gospel, to be able to reap a material harvest as I've sown spiritually. Why did he do that? He did it, he gave up this right so that he would win some. And that is our heart cry that we have that opportunity, that material for sacrifice to give God. We have the material of sacrifice to give him our rights of what we want, where we wanna go, what we could have in the natural so that we can win some. Just as zealous as Paul was for souls, giving of our rights would also stir in our hearts a zealousness, a desire, a hunger to see others. He was willing to give up his rights so that no one could say, hey, Paul, we are your patron and we're paying for your room and board, so you better preach like this, or we don't like what you're preaching, so you better change your message. Paul was willing to give up that right so that he would win souls, whether they were Jews, whether they were Gentiles, whether they looked like they deserved it or they didn't. Paul was willing to give up his rights to win people for Jesus Christ. So that is the material for sacrifice that God has given us. And sometimes it feels painful and sometimes it doesn't make sense. And there's been certain times in my life where I've been proud of my rights, where I've been proud of the things that I can or can't, I don't have to do or I can do, but what I have the privilege to do as a Christian, as a true, authentic and genuine follower of Christ, not just a go to church and then live like the world the rest of the week. I've lived that life and it's not satisfying, but to be a true and genuine follower of Jesus Christ, I have the privilege to say, God, just like Paul did, I say, God, I give up my right and I'm not going to boast in anything, but to boast in preaching the gospel. I give up my right as material for sacrifice. So thank you for watching the Words in Season podcast. Merry Christmas and happy 2024. Remember, you can find the previous episodes where we talk about material for sacrifice, what it means that it was worship, giving up of something that's super important to you and giving up the son of promise like we looked at Abraham. Also looking at giving our emotions to God. You can look on those on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. 
But most importantly, remember that every time that you open the Bible for yourself, that Jesus always has a word in season for you. God bless you.